0: You're the timer. Go. I can cut that out. And we're live. <laughs> we're
1: live, but you're not listening to
0: this live. Uh, what it, does it take to do a live podcast? We can Twitch stream it. Hey, uh, for those of you who are listening and know a lot about it, I know John does and we could just go downstairs to ask him. Yeah. But I think I want to make this really fun. If those of you who know how to Twitch stream and want to, I could Google it too. Any, that's not as fun that's not as fun hey visit let's crowdsource us crowdsource this yeah yeah let's do this so go to facebook.com forward slash you'll die trying and why don't you write to us and let us know what we we want to we know what to do to be able to live <laughs> podcast this did I interrupt you I'm sorry no that's no you know not at all. that's okay that's okay that's okay
1: that's not okay. <laughs> Let's get that out. Go ahead and grieve it. Yeah. While he's doing that, I'd like to say, well, yeah, I think it'd be fun to live podcast. I think it'd be great for us also to be able to receive like questions coming in through Twitter uh, or Reddit, which I don't even know what that is. And uh, <laughs> so, like... we can respond to questions live, uh-huh. a live podcast where people can tune in. By the way, thank you all for listening. I can't believe what kind of uh, growth our
0: podcast is experiencing. The response is incredible. We want to have a special thank you to our most recent uh, sponsor of the podcast, Flipboard.com. And yeah. Have, yeah. Thanks to Anchor. anchor. At fm as well. Yeah. Uh,
1: and also, we want to say a special thank you to, uh, to Robert Edge. Robert Edge,
0: Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Say something about Robert. Robert Edge, I think it's really important, ladies and gentlemen, to have people who who are in your life or in your circle that are taking care of the things in your life, the things in your circle. More importantly, the people in your life and the people in your circle. And you got to be able to trust people. If you are like me and don't have all the knowledge in the world about insurance, you need to have someone who's reliable and trustworthy. Whether it's home, life, auto, think of no other or no further than Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau. He's an agent and he's big on commitment. Dr. Carroll, do you know his phone number?
1: His number is area code 270-929-4215. Robert.edge at kyfb.com. Thank you, Robert, for your support. So yes, thank you uh, to all of you who are listening and who are exploding uh, our numbers. Yeah, it's 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 amazing to uh, I don't know if you listen to a lot of podcasts or watch a lot of YouTube. I think that you do, Nathan. I don't know if you our listeners do very much, but it's it's fascinating to to figure out what makes something work, right? Mm. Like, and I I mean by work, I, I guess I mean to attract uh, the. Uh, appreciation, gratitude, and enjoyment of of the public. You know, like whether you are uh, PewDiePie or Mr. Beast or Tim Ferris or Casey Neistat, like YouTubers, or whether you are a popular podcaster like maybe Joe Rogan, or obviously someone who has the name recognition of Katie Couric. Those types of of things really get a following, and then there are the things that really don't. I wonder what separates those two. And I feel like that, I mean, we're certainly, um, I'm amazed that we're so far away from where most people say that we should be by way of our podcast in terms of, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I'm so grateful. What makes something take off?
0: I think authenticity is a huge reason and and a, a factor in why something takes off. Like what is happening right now, what you are personally listening to, and I'm talking to you, is Two friends, two business professionals, two fathers literally trying to figure it out. There is no glitter. Yeah, there are no, no no Instagram filters on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the couple of podcasts ago, I said, of course, something stupid. And you and I are sitting here laughing at each other because you weren't paying attention to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't cut it out. Right. It was what it was. And I yeah. think people find authenticity in a world of fabrication refreshing. yeah. And if you apply that to not only the podcast or the YouTube channels or anything it is that you are personally involved in, professionally involved in, you are going to see a, a graph, which I'm referring to again, our podcast every month. It's just going through the roof. There's mm-hmm. more plays last month than this month than the month before. And that's just pretty fantastic. awesome. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And I'm, I love uh, it. It's humbling and it's exciting. And addictive. It is, is that okay? Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 I think it's, it's, it's great. You know, it's something that gives us life and, and something that we can pour ourselves into, and, and it's it gives us good work to do. Right. And I, I want to talk a little bit about that. Like, Nathan, in your uh, world and experience, and I know in mine, work is important to us, right? Besides the obvious, a paycheck, supporting our families, et cetera,
0: why, why do we do it? Why do we work? Fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's ingrained in in me and men, even women. Men have this desire to to care for the providers, the whatever. It's it's kind of a.
1: I think it's where men find their identity, too. right? A lot of times, oftentimes we're not as comfortable finding identity in relationships, so we find it in in work
0: productivity, right? right. No. The, the, sorry, no, right. you know you. It's all you. No, you're smarter. Uh, that's complete I mean, and utter. How about we Rochambeau it? Paper box
1: is your sheet. Ready? All right, one win or best of three. One. Okay. Oh, it's one, that's two, three. Right. Then shoot. Yeah.
0: Okay. Ready. What is that? That's I dynamite. Win. Oh, you beat me. Go. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's fair. that's not real at all. Yeah, you win. So you go. You go. Okay. I don't know what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that I think it's it's interesting that men uh, don't, <laughs> and i and this is stereotypical right? So, I'm, I'm putting that out there. I recognize that it is not true of all men. But many believe that when they cease being productive, they cease to have purpose. That was alliterated for your listening pleasure. That when they no longer are making something, they're also no longer making meaning. So, that, that obviously is not a good part of of this whole kind of work mentality, that if I'm not producing, I therefore equal nothing. I become nothing. I cease to exist. I work, therefore I am. Uh, That isn't a great motto. But when we want to do good, when we want to uh, do well, when we want to serve other people, when we want to create, we want to make opportunities, and we want to chase dreams and follow the calling, whatever that may be, that I think is a powerful
0: aspect of why we work. Yeah. Brent made a uh, he made a text. <laughs> okay. There are two he, worlds. He went on the Google and so, figured out nope, how to make a text. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> there are two worlds colliding right now, and I have to admit. So he made a poo poo. Is what my <laughs> oh, friend, and he sent a text. Dad. I'm a dad. Yeah. I'm a new dad. I'm sorry. So he made a poo poo text. The text said, "We a couple of podcasts ago we were talking about how." Someone said something about how we kind of relate a lot to uh, men, maybe yeah. more so yeah, than yeah, women. Yeah. And I think there was a really cool text that Brent sent me that I shared with you. And I think it goes, uh, okay, time out. You still have chip? <laughs> You're digging in a bag of chips still? <laughs> These chips have been here since the last time we were here uh, three days ago. That's funny. Okay. So the text says... I want to just pull it up while you chew in the microphone. Let's do that. Just listen to the sounds and, and, of.
1: And while you're looking this up, I, I did. I talked to the person who made that initial yeah. comment to me, and and he was like, "Hey, I heard that. That was hilarious." Just want you to know, it wasn't like a, uh, it wasn't a criticism. It was just acknowledging, hey, these are two guys, and, and you know what he was saying that we have we we have guy humor.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I didn't take it. So I, I didn't wanted, take it negative. No,
1: no, me either. But I want to talk about like what is humor. What is guy humor? What is girl humor? Because if I could figure that out, I think my marriage would go from a nine to a ten.
0: Yeah, because I'm still a guy and I have guy humor, and Joy like just looks at me. <laughs> I want to. I'm gonna. I want to. I don't want to say dumb this text down, but it, it's very personal, and I have not received Brent's 100% permission to to share this. But I will say, it says the audience that you attract when you're genuine is who your audience is. And then, so basically, doesn't matter who they are, right? They're
1: connecting with you because of authenticity, and that connection is, is real,
0: right? So don't be somebody, don't try to be somebody that you're not. Like, you know, we're thank not,
1: goodness, I know, right? Because I'm, I'm hard. It's hard enough to be who you are. Yeah, literally, be is. who you're not.
0: It really is. So I, I just think those are some great words uh, by Brent. Um, so thank you buddy for that and thank yeah
1: thank you brent he's a he's a great partner not just in in production but in
0: philosophy he, he and i've been friends he's really like he's really smart super wise too and he he's always sending me text saying thanks for stroking my ego on here so there you go brent well he yeah he's he's a good man and that'd be funny when they realize horrifying. that brent's not actually a real human
1: yeah brent it's it's our um, it's our ai technology like the movie she no her Hit, shit, shit. it's called her he uh with Joaquin Phoenix did you see that movie no is it
0: weird <laughs> yeah. you like
1: it don't you I, d- I did like it yeah joy hated it it's I mean, a movie it. about how a guy falls in love with his operating system so we're in love with Brent? yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so work tell oh, me yeah, about yeah. tell me about your drive I want to know about your your personally and don't no platitudes and sure. we're all just you're full-on why are you driven to work
0: why well, i love i love seeing i love seeing results i like uh, mowing my yard because i like seeing the lines get lower and lower and seeing how perfectly straight they can be. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that drives me. I love it. I love encouraging people and then lifting them up and seeing people have start of their day, maybe not look like they have like the joy on their face or whatever, but then maybe having a conversation with them or giving them encouragement or excite them, something mm-hmm. that drives me. Mm-hmm. Paying my bills drives me. Let's be honest. Um, no, Leave. let's let, lie to me. Okay, leaving a mark drives me. Mm-hmm. I really want conversations at the dinner table, should they ever happen, about me after I'm gone, to be that of, of the positive. If they're not, obviously, I won't care because I'm deader than dead. <laughs> and being alive, and if people aren't having positive conversations, my point is: is when I'm dead, I want to have left a mark and to have instilled some sort of. I want a. I want a library named after me. I really? don't. I mean. No, I mean no. No, not really. But it would be kind of neat, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know? Like have all these books that a I've library? never had. Yeah, to Yes. Have all, <laughs> all these books, the books that, that I've that never, you read. never read. Dedicated
1: yeah. to the memory and honor and to the glory of God for Nathan Morris. Right. Who never. We'll have a special goosebump section. Never read these. Did I'm you read, read those? Yes. Those are the one. That's one of your favorite And the boxcar children. Yeah, the yeah. good news is you're gonna about you're about to cycle back through those with your kids being the age they are.
0: I mean, not really. We're like reading Hello Bunny and weird stuff. I don't know if that's a real book. But your but. older boys are gonna get there sooner yeah, than yeah. That's you very think. true.
1: That's very true. Yeah.
0: What's your drive? What drives you? What drives me to work? Um.
1: Yeah. My truck. <laughs> I love my truck. Well, you, you know, I making something of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh. I believe that I am not competing with other people who do what I do. I want to be better today than I was yesterday. I want to be more informed, more insightful, more alert, more perceptive, uh, more engaged than I was yesterday. So I I constantly um, compete against a, a previous version of myself every day, too. To make meaning for myself and to help other people see themselves
0: as they really are. I was just thinking while you were talking, what would it have been like if you and I were cavemen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like, what if you and I were cavemen? Like, how would our relationship be? Like, would we just throw a lot of rocks and grunt, or like, would we hunt for deer together? Would our communication be if, just if, as good as it is now, or would it be If alone? we
1: were cavemen, we would starve. <laughs>
0: you and I, Between the two we, of us, we would easily be able to catch a fish, right? I don't think so.
1: Why? Because we're not good at that stuff. I mean, I can throw a bow. Throw a bow. <laughs> That's why you're going to starve as a caveman. No one throws a bow.
0: Well, what's the stick? The spear. I meant the spear. Mm-hmm. Again. We could spear a frog. We'd go frog gigging. That's a real thing. Speaking of frogs,
1: this brings us back to the topic of work, because you've heard the phrase, eat the frog first thing in the morning. No. I was just telling this to our girls the other day, and they looked at me like you just did, Uh, like I was stupid, because they didn't understand it, but I think it's a wonderful concept. So, it's kind of a word against procrastination, it's a word about proactivity. If you have a lot of things that you have to do, let's say, for instance, at the start of the week, right? You've made your list. You know what you have to do. This refers to a previous podcast where we talked about Mondays. Make your list, figure out what the hardest thing to do on that list is, and do it first. The old thing is, the old saying is, if you have to eat a frog, do it first because it's disgusting. Get it out of the way. Be done. Move on to something else. Don't put off the hard thing until later when you have less energy, less creativity, less inspiration. Do the hard thing first. Get in it while you have all of your your resources at, at, at hand. Mm. So eat the frog first thing in the morning. Do the hard thing. Get it over with. And then with whatever residual creativity you have and the feeling of being accomplished, you'll do better at everything else that you have to do.
0: But aren't frog legs like really good? I've never frog. had them. I haven't either. But You know what they say. Tastes like chicken. Yeah. Okay. Well, does that still positively... Eat the frog first, still. Yeah. Okay. Because you know it's a it's a story. It's a metaphor. It's, yeah.
1: It's not to be taken. I
0: ate a worm far. one time in sixth grade for five dollars. What'd you do with that five bucks? I don't remember. But What'd I really, you do with the worm. I ate it.
1: It's disgusting.
0: I just drink <laughs> some water. That's not. You yeah. know what my favorite podcast that we've had thus far. A couple of podcasts ago, we we were literally talking and having essentially the executive meeting and the, just the way that that yeah. felt and listening back to that and just... Episode 24. Yeah.
1: How do you remember that? I don't know. That's weird. I'm not even good with numbers. You're, and that might even not, not be true, but that's just what I remember.
0: Was that it? I think, I think it, was, it 24. was 24. I'm really impressed by that. Anyway, I really liked it. So if you haven't been caught up on the previous podcast, please go listen to episode 24. And yeah. I think we'd because before
1: that we talked about a budget and then we talked about uh, laughter and fear and then we talked about grits
0: before that then we talked about a lot of other things that we've talked about and talked yeah. about how many times can we say talked about
1: work I want to say a positive word for work
0: okay not everyone loves their job
1: no not everyone has the kind of creativity that they do you think people, are,
0: they deserve can I interrupt and ask you do you think people who don't love their job should find something else or is that
1: I think that comes from us who feel like we have options and I don't think everybody has options. Got it. And, yeah. And I, I hurt for those people because, you know, options are are privileges, and not everyone is privileged, and that that's that's a heartbreaker for me. Yeah. And I see it every day. And I talk to people every day who feel stuck and feel like they can't get out, and they're right. I mean, they they really they don't they can't afford to. Right. But however, if you are forced to uh, do what you do, and you don't have another option use the time that you're not doing what you do to do something creative. Yeah. And and that's even that is really luxury because some people work 6 days a week, 12 hours a day, they have one day off and they'd like to spend some time with their children or a significant other. So what time is there for creativity? Well, Maybe there's an opportunity for you to be creative in your work. You know, uh, where we live, we're surrounded regionally by a lot of plants and factories. And there are people who are doing plant and factory-like jobs, which may not engage full intellectual capacity, but do you you do have to be attentive to what Mm -hmm. you're doing. But that might free you up to use some of your time to think creatively. If I weren't doing this, what would I be doing? Or when, I, if I were to have an hour to myself, what would I like to be doing? Hanging out with my friends, going hunting, um, you know, getting fall pictures done with your family, spending time with my spouse, going, taking my child fishing, like th- be thinking about that stuff mm-hmm. so that if you're not able to do it right then, you're thinking, you're making a mental list, you're staying creative, you're staying positive about what, what you do. However,
0: what was your question? I if, said if people don't like their job and their work and they should go, they change? yeah, should they change? I think everything is ultimately a stepping stone down the. You know, you're, you're right. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has the, the choices, the, the ability, not that yeah. is
1: sad choices, privilege. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's all you people out there who feel, I don't know, stuck. I think maybe rewiring that brain. To, yeah. And let us know about that. Like send yeah. us an email or comment
1: at Facebook or send us a, a DM on Instagram. Or uh, or tweet to us about it. We I want to know like what is it like to to be in a situation where you feel like you can't get out of it. And I have to say, uh, even as as a, a person who who chose the work, there was a time when I did work that I didn't I didn't especially love doing that day in and day out, and looked for a way out. And it took me some time to find it, and and thankfully I did, and I have a lot of. Of credit to my wife Joy for that, who who saw what I couldn't see and supported me through making that big leap. But there were times when I, I didn't enjoy doing what I was doing and felt very stuck. I used to say to people, and I wasn't kidding, I didn't have any marketable skills outside of what I was doing, a very thin niche of what I did. Outside of that, I had nothing. you know. And t- come to find out, that was a story I was telling myself that wasn't true. And, you know, one of the good things about working on yourself is you're constantly asking yourself if, is what I'm telling myself accurate, authentic, real, true? And I realized it wasn't. So I changed my perspective and I ended up changing my life. And like I said, I had a lot of help doing that. So if you're in that position, let us know and we'd love to see what happens when you start to change how you think. Yeah. You said a minute ago, though, that you wish uh, if, if your name ever comes up at the dinner table, you would like for, y- yourself to be remembered well, Mm -hmm. right? Isn't it humbling to think about the fact that there will come a time when we are not remembered? Yes. Now, if you had a library named after you, like the late George H.W. Bush, Mm -hmm. 41, who has a library named after him at College Station, which they had wanted it to be at Yale, and Yale said... Uh, we, they thought it would be too, well, the Bush family thought it would be too divisive, so he chose College Station, Texas instead. Uh, if you had a library named after you, people would be talking about you because they could go and read a plaque about you and there'd be an eternal flame or whatever at your graveside. But let's let's just imagine that that won't happen for us. When do we cease to exist? Hmm. And what happens when those who knew us are gone And the stories are gone, and we enter into the land of the forgotten, the home of those people who are no longer remembered, which lies just beneath, as ancient lore has, of the land of the remembered.
0: I don't really think anything happens. Right? (laughs) I mean, it still is. It still is. We just aren't. I don't know. So, isn't that profound? all the work that we do. (laughs) Yeah, but it is still, it is not. It's so important, for not. right? It's so important for right now. Yes, it's good for right now, and also the people. Just because you have fallen off, the 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 next generation that will be next to be forgotten has not. Mm. And the things that you had instilled in them and passed on to them, and the values they had passed on, it is just a cycle that continues. It makes me think of. Uh, do you know where the cremation care center is? Uh, the property above mm-hmm. on the second floor. There's this corner. Uh, a uh, chest if you will. There are some old things up there that were on top of it. We removed it last year. It's a big chest filled with like pictures from the 1900 early 1900s up there. Super cool. I don't know I have a clue who these people are. Yeah. Like it's all this family heirloom stuff that yeah. have things written on the back of these photos. These are old photos and I want to show them to you. And it just made me think of these are the people of the these are the forgotten.
1: Yeah. You know, but they're forgotten no more because now there are pictures, even though you don't know their names
0: and I'm podcasting about them. Whoa, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun stuff. What would it be like to do our work
1: in a way that leaves us remembered? Does it matter to you that you are remembered?
0: Me? Yes. A pride thing maybe maybe it's a little bit of narciss almost said narcolepsy maybe it's a little bit of narcolepsy <laughs> yeah maybe it's a little narcissistic uh it's true for me too but i do i want to be remembered i do too just because the work that we are putting in we're like really trying i don't know about you but sometimes it is not easy being good you know i wouldn't know anything about being good i haven't i haven't started well yeah okay for someone like myself who who Who's always good Not always But that's my point Yeah It's not easy mm-hmm. You know Sometimes it is easier To just I don't know Do what the guy did To you that one time Whenever you were In the turn lane Not you The other person And like Using their, their fingers yeah. yeah You're talking about The road rage incident The road rage incident That's and the episode
1: We talked about Road rage and reactivity Which was episode 20
0: You do realize that When we get into like Episode 100 We're not gonna Well you probably Still <laughs> will be able to Be like those that was episode 12 <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I want to do an episode about kangaroos because I got a new shirt that is literally a marsupial. You're looking at me like this has nothing to do with it. Doesn't? No, I Every, was checking everything. Uh, literally, he's looking at. I his was phone. checking at the time. He's not paying attention to me I'm, still.
1: You want to do an episode about kangaroos because you have this shirt about marsupials, and then you it know, doesn't. Ha- it's not about marsupials, but oh, it has a pouch for your son. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. So, so instead of wearing the baby Bjorn. It's built he's into literally the shirt.
0: in my shirt, and I walk around and I just like do dishes, take the trash. I don't take the trash out. It's cold out right now, but that's literally my. You life. You don't take your trash out when it's cold. I do, but just not with my human. in oh, my on shirt. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's my view. Anyway, where was I talking about? <laughs> that you want to do a kangaroo episode? Okay. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, it's really, we're showing pictures. Showing of my a picture kid, I'm sorry.
1: of uh the view from above of his son in a pouch that's built into his, this T-shirt. We're gonna put this on our. Facebook page just because kids are cute. and I'm going to see if uh, I can get a t-shirt like
0: that and I can get joy in the pouch. That'd be so sweet. Mm-hmm. You'd be the first that'd go in the us Okay. What are we talking about? I'm sorry. I, that's my it's fault. work, being remembered. And I yeah. was
1: thinking about it because, uh, you know, I... I think I want to be remembered well by my children because I remember my father well and my father died when I was a child I say child I was a teenager I was 14 15 it was right around my 15th birthday and I you know I remember him well he wasn't perfect I know that I I can be very clear about that, that he was a very much a man of his generation. And, and, uh, he and my mom worked in the same place. They drove there, they drove back together, but my mom still had the lion's share of the domestic duties. And so my dad would kind of sit in his chair, read the paper. Tom Brokaw would be on the TV and my mom would be slaving away in the kitchen. You know, she had worked all day too. So that, that, I, there are some definite, uh, some growth areas that probably could have been, uh, discussed back in those days. But he was a good man, really, really good man. And I remember him fondly and well and have beautiful, uh, albeit um, fading, memories of him. And I work, I think I think I worry about that too much because I don't think that I'm as good enough disciplinarian as a dad. I don't think my, my paternal and parental boundaries are good enough because I just want to make a good memory you know, for my kids because I have so few memories because I don't know how much you remember about your childhood, but I don't have a whole lot of active memories. If I saw a picture or someone told me a story, it would bring it back. But on my own, I don't have a tremendously deep treasure trove of memories from childhood. I do have a memory of that nodal event moving forward. My father dies moving forward. I can remember almost everything. Mm -hmm. Before that, not much. So I worry about my kids not having memories. And so I think I go overboard. I compensate and I'm not as good of a parent as a result, which is really frustrating. But it's been brought to my attention for several years (laughs) that this is the case. So I'm constantly working on it. That's
0: not joy. That's your kids, right? No,
1: that's, (laughs) yes, exactly. That's my kids. You need to be a better parent. You need to have better boundaries and discipline (laughs) us more. Uh, But I I realize how much that is connected to my wanting to be remembered well. And and I'm also reminded of how much I think about death. I think about death constantly. And inevitably it's because every child's nightmare came true for me. Uh, I thought you were going to say, because I'm friends with you.
0: I'm <laughs> like, well, yeah, well no. I'm sorry.
1: No, and I was around death a lot when I was a pastor. And, um, you know, I've we've talked about that before too. I think it's just a, a, a part of my life. Interestingly, death is a major part of my life, as it is for you too. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it that way, it does, it does kind of make, like your life make a different kind of sense. The, the parameters are clearer. I don't see this fenceless horizon of play field where I can just run. I see a big gigantic wall and I don't know how far out it is, but it's there. There is no horizon, so to speak. There is definitely an ending. And I think that's because of my experience around death beginning when I was a child. So, I, I being remembered matters. Uh, to me, and I wanna I wanna change that a little bit. I I think rather than worrying about being remembered, I wanna worry about being known and knowable, uh, being open, honest, authentic, and uh, being myself one hundred percent, and being a good husband and a good father, meaning, boundaryed and and responsible and mature and having high expectations of my kids and not worry so much about what they're going to be thinking 20 years from now, but worry about what's happening right now. That's my goal. That's how I need to change.
0: What's your goal? What is it that you're striving for? What is your what is your drive? Think about that. Write it down. Uh, you said a goal isn't a goal. A goal without a plan is just a wish. There you go. A goal without a plan is just a wish. Have your goal. Write it down. Think about it day in and day out. And please consider sharing it with us. Make a plan. Yeah. yeah. And
1: share it with us. We do want to hear from you. Absolutely. Especially when we live podcast.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, figure it. Teach us how to do that, everyone. Can't wait to talk to you all again.
1: Thanks for being with us. Go ahead. Have the last word. I'm shaking my head. This is you.